Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. 14 weeks are already in the books. Just four remain in the NFL's regular season. And we are well into the month of December. Moving month in the NFL with teams chasing down divisional titles. Others, quite frankly, just trying to get into the dance and secure a postseason spot via the wildcard positions. For the show, we went 2-1 and one in week 14. The Eagles and the Lions both delivered. The Kansas City Chiefs had the game locked up. 27-zip they led the Denver Broncos. And then they opened the door and allowed Denver to do something which, frankly, they've rarely done this season. And that was score in excess of 17 points. That scuppered our bids have a perfect week. That's what we aim for this time around. Week 15 is right around the corner, so let's turn the page and look at the slate of games for this weekend in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Yes, welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. Two and one against the line was the show's record last weekend. We look to go one better and make it a perfect three and oh in week 15. And there are plenty of matchups to look forward to because the buys are done with now. Every team's playing from here on in. Pretty much every team has got an awful lot on the line. And that's certainly true of the three games we've picked from this weekend's slate. So without further ado, let's get straight into it then. And it starts on Saturday. We have a triple header on Saturday evening. We look at the second game of those three. It's a 9.30 p.m. kickoff UK time. So bear that one in mind. And it is a tasty AFC North affair as the Baltimore Ravens with their 9-4 and record travel to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns with their 5-8 and eight record. But both teams very much in the hunt to be playing in January. It's the second game of the three, as we say, from Saturday evening. Repeat again, a 9.30pm kickoff UK time for this one. It's a vital AFC North matchup. It matters, not just for pride, but for that push for a place in the postseason. For the Baltimore Ravens, they currently sit atop of the AFC North by virtue of holding the tiebreaker over the Cincinnati Bengals. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns need this one to stay in the hunt for one of those three wildcard places in the AFC. Once again, Baltimore can expect to be without starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. Remember, he's dealing with that knee injury, a PCL issue. Well, he hasn't practiced this week. He will not be suiting up to take on the Browns on Saturday evening. So that means Tyler Huntley is in line for a second successive start. Remember, he got knocked out of last weekend's win over the Pittsburgh Steelers with a concussion. Well, he's been practicing this week and everything's been trending in the right direction. He is expected to suit up for them on Saturday evening. Um, On the other hand, for the Cleveland Browns, Amari Cooper has been dealing now for a couple of weeks with a hip issue, but he played last weekend. And even though he's only been practicing on a limited basis this week, I think it's safe to say he will take his place in the starting lineup for Cleveland, having played 60 snaps uh, last weekend for the Browns as well. Do not expect this one to be a shootout. These are two teams that run the ball early and often, and they run it well. Both teams are among the top five rushing offences in the NFL this season. However, the difference is that for Baltimore, their leading rusher is Lamar Jackson with 764 yards. As we've already pointed out, he's not going to be on the field for Baltimore this weekend. Nick Chubb 
is the leading rusher for the Cleveland Browns. He has 1,153 rushing yards to his name. And he is also the leading touchdown scorer for the Browns this season. He has 12 to his name. It is fair to say that the Browns' defence has been disappointing this term. They rank a lowly 27th in points allowed. However, the mitigation in this is that Baltimore come into town and they've struggled to put points on the board, quite frankly, in recent weeks. In fact, they've scored just more than 16 points once in their last four outings. Add Miles Garrett into this equation. He leads the Cleveland Browns with 12 sacks this season. And I think you have the, the recipe for a home win in this one. You know, OK, they've got the win over Pittsburgh last weekend, but it wasn't pretty by any stretch for, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they've ha- obviously got big issues at, at quarterback right now. The whole offense is predicated really around Lamar Jackson's game. And although Tyler Huntley is highly thought of in Baltimore and has similar attributes, he is not Lamar Jackson. They have to find a way to get over that issue if they're to win this game against Cleveland. And it was about this time last year, literally give or take a week, that the Cleveland Browns were able to take down the Baltimore Ravens. So big time matchup, plenty on the line for both teams. I would hazard a guess that there's probably more on the line for Cleveland than there is Baltimore. I know the Ravens are going for the divisional title, but if Cleveland were to lose this game, given you've only got three more remaining, I think it becomes more and more difficult to see how they snatch one of those three wildcard berths. So they are the healthier team right now. I think they're the better team. Um, When you look at that quarterback situation, are you giving me Tyler Huntley or are you giving me Deshaun Watson? I know Deshaun Watson hasn't exactly set the world on fire since he returned from his suspension, but he is the more proven quarterback. I think he's the more talented quarterback. And when you're in that situation where it's going to be a, a heavy run type of game, tough, physical, bruising encounter, and you need you need your quarterback to make a play, I would rather go with Deshaun Watson than I would Tyler Huntley. The Cleveland Browns are two and a half point favorites, and I think it's because of that quarterback issue that the, the odds makers give us that line. I think the Cleveland Browns need this game more. I think the Cleveland Browns get this game, and I think they cover that line as well. So take the Cleveland Browns at minus 2.5. Okay, the second game taken for this week's podcast takes us to an interconference matchup as the Detroit Lions, the red hot Detroit Lions, with their six and seven record, travel to the Big Apple to take on the New York Jets at seven and six. And the Jets automatically are underdogs going into this game. No surprise, really, because if back in May you turned around and said to us when the schedule was released, Watch out week 15. That matchup between the Lions and Jets, that's going to be one of the tastier games in that week 15 slate. You'd have probably laughed me out of the building. But these two teams have found their mojo this season. They've both played well. The Jets have slipped up a little bit in recent weeks with back-to-back defeats. The Lions, like I say, they're one of the hottest teams in football now. But both have got plenty to play for with the postseason in mind. Um, The Lions... Well, they've won five of their last six. That one defeat came to the Buffalo Bills, who kicked a game-winning field goal pretty much as time expired. And one of those five wins, obviously, was last weekend's takedown 
of the Minnesota Vikings. A fantastic performance on both sides of the ball from Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions um, to win that game and make many observers who hadn't already take no- taken notice. Why would you not have done? Well, they certainly stood up, sat up and took notice last weekend. Um, on the other hand, you've got the New York Jets, who find themselves a bit like the Lions, just on the outside looking in at the wildcard spots in the playoffs right now. Um, make no mistake, this is a pivotal match for both teams. Um, it's certainly a pivotal match in the season for the New York Jets. It's the number four ranked offense against the number three ranked defense in the NFL right now. That's right. The Lions have the fourth ranked offense. The New York Jets, Robert Salah as head coach, the number three ranked defense. The good news for the Jets is they have quarterback Mike White ready, good to go. So I'm told this weekend he has been practicing despite taking several huge, painful shots to the ribs in that defeat to Buffalo uh, last time out. He went to hospital as precaution, discharged. He looks like he's good to go. Second-year quarterback Zach Wilson has been elevated to be his backup. Joe Flacco drops down to three on the depth chart for the New York Jets. Um, For Detroit, well, look, it's all good news. You've got their rookie defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, who leads the team this season with seven sacks. Quarterback Jared Goff, I think, frankly, is playing the best football of his NFL career right now. Listen to these statistics over his last five games. Eight touchdowns thrown, no interceptions. And you look at their backfield as well. That one-two punch they've got with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, it's one of the best one-two punches in the backfield running back combinations you'll see in the National Football League this season. Combined, they found pay dirt 20 times. That's right. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams have scored 20 touchdowns between them this season. Um, Yeah. Believe it, folks, it's apparent why the Detroit Lions head into this game as favorite favorites for it. And yet, I as, as big as I was on the Detroit Lions last weekend against the Minnesota Vikings, I find myself just pausing and tapping the brakes this weekend because there's just something about the New York Jets that makes them impossible to rule out this season. They have a, a tenacity, a fire about them much like the Detroit Lions, which means they're pretty much in every game they play. And the problem that you have across any sport, frankly, is that when teams are on the rise, just occasionally, that they have a slip up. Um, And I think we saw that with the Jets a couple of weeks ago, um, when they lost in Minnesota and everybody was fancying them to cause the upset. Remember, they'd come off a a three-game stretch in which they'd enjoyed two big wins um, over the Chicago Bears, because they find the Bears weren't having a great season, but they'd also taken down the Buffalo Bills uh, as well. Um, well, now here come the Detroit Lions, who have won five of six, fresh off of having their way with the Minnesota Vikings last season. The whole world is talking about them. Um, and standing in their way is the Robert Sala-led New York Jets, a team which currently ranks sixth in defense, uh, sorry, sixth in scoring defense. They're giving up just 18.7 points a game this season, so fewer than 19 a game. They have the fifth most sacks in the NFL with 39, um, and they play every game hard and physical. This won't be a, a walk in the park, make no mistake about it. Um, it's another test, frankly, for a team that I like in the Detroit Lions. There's a lot to like about 
Dan Campbell with the fire and passion he has about him and the belief he's instilled in his players. But the last time they came up uh, against a team and opponents with similar defensive traits, admittedly, it was seven or eight weeks ago, it was on the road in Dallas. Remember what happened there? They kept it close for three quarters and then they ended up losing, I think it was 24-7 or something like that in the end. Well, this is a different Detroit Lions team now. It's grown enormously since then. But nonetheless, it's still another checkpoint on that road to success. Um, and they've got to pass it. They're coming up against a team in the New York Jets who are hungry. They're desperate. I think like we spoke about in the first matchup we analysed with the Cleveland Browns, it's a must-have game, I think. You've only got three left for the New York Jets after this. And if they harbour real ambitions of making their way into the postseason, this is a must-have game for them. Um, and I think there's every chance they get it. They're one-and-a-half-point underdogs coming into this game. Everybody's high on the Detroit Lions, but their team's still growing. If they win it, watch out. They've got every um, reason to believe that they can sneak into the postseason um, through the back door. But they've got to win it. I like the New York Jets to win this game. I certainly like them to cover the spread. So take the New York Jets at plus one and a half points. Graves on Gridiron. Okay, our final game of the three selected from the Week, week 15 slate sees the Dallas Cowboys with their 10-3 record head to North Florida to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars who are at 5-8, and eight, but still only two games outside of first place in the AFC South. Um, the Cowboys will come as no surprise, head to Jacksonville as favourites. Um, but the question I'm now asking is, have the Jacksonville Jaguars finally turned the corner? Because after wins over Baltimore and Tennessee in the last three weeks, certainly everybody in Jacksonville hopes so. Um, but to back it up with a win over the Dallas Cowboys... Well, that would suggest they certainly have turned that corner. Um, you know, you look at what they've done in recent weeks to have a game-winning touchdown um, drive a length of the field against the Baltimore Ravens with a two-point conversion, and then to go into Tennessee last weekend, divisional rivals, and have their way with the Titans. Well, that isn't something that Jags fans have been used to seeing from this team. They've also seen second-year quarterback Trevor Lawrence um, pretty much mature before their eyes. And at running back, they've got that second year back in Travis Etienne, who is a home run threat no matter where they are on the field. That's the good news for the Jacks. The bad news, which again gives me pause for thoughts, tap the brakes just to touch on them, is that those two huge wins, I make no mistake about it, they were huge wins for the Jags. Well, sandwiched between them was a rather embarrassing defeat to the Detroit Lions. Um, by 40 points to 14. Now, there's no shame in that, really, given the way the Detroit Lions are playing. Um, their offense is hot. They're averaging 28.5 points a game this season. And the bad news for the Jacksonville Jaguars is they now face a Dallas Cowboys team who, since Dak Prescott returned from injury um, seven weeks ago, have been averaging 35.7 points a game over their last seven games. That ranks them as the number one ranked scoring offense in the entire National Football League in that same period. Align that with a defense which is currently sitting at third overall. It's ranked second against the pass, third in scoring. They're giving up fewer than 18 points a game across the course of this season and is now up to number two in takeaways. This is 
once again, a step up in class for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I know people will point to last, last weekend's game between the Cowboys and the lowly Houston Texans and say, well, if the Cowboys are the real deal, what are they doing struggling against the Texans? Well, you're quite right. Dallas were far from their best last weekend. And yet, despite that, found a way to prevail. An 11-play, 98-yard drive in a must-have situation where Zeke Elliott scores that go-ahead touchdown to clinch the game. You know, at this stage of the season, you find a way to win even when you're playing poor. That's a massive tick in my book. Um, Jacksonville, J- Jacksonville's issue is that whilst this season they're showing those green shoots of recovery, which promises so much going forward, every time they flashed, they've then proceeded to take a step back. Uh, and let's be honest, that's why their record stands at 5-8 and eight this season. If they were to upset the Dallas Cowboys this weekend, look, better believe they're still in that playoff hunt. The Tennessee Titans, uh, right there in front of them, just two games ahead in the AFC South, um, they'd be more than in the race for the divisional title in that AFC South. I find this an intriguing matchup. Um, but bottom line is, both sides of the ball, the Dallas Cowboys have playmakers. The Jags have given up 20 points or at least 20 points, should I say, in each of their last eight games. The line set for the Cowboys here is 26.5 points in the game. (sighs) I see no reason at all why the Dallas Cowboys don't score at least 27 on Sunday. We've already mentioned that they're averaging over 35 points a game since Dak Prescott returned from injury against a defense which does give up points. They passed that mark. So take the Dallas Cowboys, score over 26.5 in this game. Okay, let's recap our three picks for this weekend then. We start, first of all, on Saturday night, that 9.30pm UK kickoff between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Take the Cleveland Browns to win this one and cover at minus two and a half points. Then we move on to Sunday with the Detroit Lions traveling to the New York Jets. The Jets underdogs take them to cover this at plus one and a half points before finishing with the Dallas Cowboys heading down to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The Cowboys' offense is red hot. Take that offense to perform again and score over 26.5 points. As always, you can read more about the three matchups selected by logging on to my website, rdgmedia.uk. Click on that Talking Sport app, and there you will see Week 15 in the NFL, overcoming the odds three games to watch. Click on that, and you can read all about the three games that we've looked at in this week's podcast. Alternatively, hit me up on Twitter at Richard Graves one And remember, as always, the primary objective is to enjoy the NFL matchups. This is a little bit of fun to accompany it, accompanying it, so make sure you do so. Looking forward to this one, as always. Just four weeks, including this one, remain in the regular season. So much on the line. Enjoy it. And for now, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one.